Hello. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Noted. My name is Jet and this is Josh. Hello, everyone. And today we are going to be doing a deep dive into Radiohead's ninth studio album, A Moon-Shaped Pool. This album was released in 2016 on XL Recordings. And it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's their last album that they've made, right? It's been... It is, yeah. It's been ages. So it's a uh, bit of a... Bit of a um, time through drinks from their their previous album as well the king of limbs released in 2011 so it was five years gap between those two records Mm. um i don't know and they kind of did drop it as a surprise release as well back in 2016 i think they um released a single like a day or two before the actual um album released so a bit of a bit of a strange way of doing it but radiohead does have a funny way of doing things sometimes oh for sure (laughs) So, uh, what would you say your kind of relationship with with the band has been in in the past? Oh man, well, I never, I was never really into Radiohead. Um, you know, going from their old stuff, uh, like I liked it, but I never really, you know, Creep was obviously like the hell of a big one. But um, even then, you know, I, I personally didn't really like, connect with with it that much. I uh, only like kind of recently in the last couple of years got into Radiohead, but even then, <clears throat> it hasn't been like the kind of big big albums. Um, yeah, so uh, what was their album? The the big one uh, that was from nine ninety seven, I think it was. Oh, OK Computer. Yeah, yeah, OK Computer. Yeah, because everyone like um, everyone jumps into OK Computer, and like I did, and yeah, like it, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I like some of it. Um, but like it never really got me in, <clears throat> until I listened to uh, Amnesiac from two thousand one. Right. And, okay. Uh, that was kind of the the album after Kid A. I think they're a year apart, and I think they were recorded in the same sessions. But then. Yeah, they kind of like split up the. Um, yeah. So like they did all the recordings, and then they they they, you know, pick, picked and choose which ones to put on each album. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the idea was that we're gonna make Kid A like a giant album with the Amnesiac tracks, but then they ended up splitting them because that, that was so different, which mm. I think was a pretty good thing. Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, I listened to Kid A and Amnesiac. Um, Amnesiac really, really got me. Um, and subsequently, I just went, you know, listening, trawling here and there. Um, but in terms of albums, uh, yeah, Amnesiac was definitely, the like, as a whole album, that definitely got me. Um, but don't get me wrong, there's a bunch of singles that I really like from... Uh, Radiohead, you know, uh, Airbag, Paranoid Android, Subterranean Homesick Alien on OK Computers really good. Um, yep. On The Bends, uh, Just is like probably one of the best old rock records I've, like singles I've ever, I've ever heard probably. Mm. Um, and even in like in Rainbows, um, uh, what's the song? Uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw Falling Into Place. That's that's a yeah. absolute yeah. backer of a track, that one. That's a, that's yeah, a really good yeah. song. Yeah. And like I don't, I don't personally really enjoy that entire album at all except for that one track it's so, it's kind of similar to my like relationship with radiohead i think because i don't know like like you, you've known mean for you've known mean for yeah you have known me for a while so it's like it's it's one of those things that i've been into muse for a long 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 time like yeah. i think two, 2008 2009 was when i first kind of got into muse um yeah. and you read a lot of stuff online as like you know, Muse and Radiohead are like, oh, you know, if you like Muse, you'll love Radiohead or vice versa. And it's like, 
Radiohead were always one of those funny ones to me where, as you're saying, like I would I would like a couple of songs on the album or like I'd, I'd pick and choose, you know, tracks. But for, for yeah. me, they were never like, an, like a band that I could sit there and listen to a whole album of and love from start yeah. to finish. And that was, funnily enough, until this album released. Um, I listened to this album when it released. So this this isn't a new listen for me. It's one of those one of those albums that I've always kind of, you know, been been conscious of and, and listened to a little bit. But I think this obviously when we've been listening to it for this this recording, it's like um, this, this is the first time I've really took a really deep dive into it. Yeah. So I think for me, yeah, like as you're saying, Radiohead's always been there and around, and I've always been kind of like you know, understanding that they're a, they're, a, they're a damn good band and that they can create some really fantastic music. But there was just something there that I, that I found it quite hard to get into a lot of their stuff. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this this was very cool to me. It was kind of like an, a, a relatively accessible record, which I appreciated. And it has, um, you know, made me dive a little bit deeper into the back catalog. There's still a lot of stuff that I haven't listened to or that, you know, still hasn't really grabbed me, but... It, yeah. it's definitely helped in that i guess yeah for sure <clears throat> that's the thing like i really think Radi- with radiohead you know they really put the alt in alt rock you know no fucking oh, so sure. alternative yeah. like i don't um, i don't know it, it's weird like they're alt rock but at the same time like you see you see them labeled with the whole art rock thing and i get yeah. that because yeah. like some of the stuff that they're, they're creating is such a a trip it's so it's so weird and so mm. You know, it, yeah. it just goes against everything that you think would would be happening in a song, or you think that would be happening in in music in general. That it's, you know, yeah, it, it is quite cool. So I can absolutely see that label for them too. Oh, definitely. They're basically a different band from the, from the nineties compared to the two thousand. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I almost um, feel like they're a totally different band, album to album as well. From from what I've heard, I mean, it's like you you mentioned like Amnesiac and and Kid A before two two albums that they recorded at the same time but just wildly different in terms of yeah. sound and that kind of thing i mean they just kind oh, of yeah. go down totally different totally different routes with everything so yeah yeah all right um so i guess we can start doing the tracks unless you've got anything more to say we can i was gonna say yeah, yeah. moonshade pool i didn't i didn't really get into until last end of last year in 2020 yep. and the start of this year so this is kind of a relatively new record for me, uh, but yeah, which is cool. kind of like um, kind of gets got, I, I that's kind of nice as well. Like you're coming it. into it with a little bit more of a you know a fresh take on it. Whereas you know this is this is music that I have heard before and I heard it you know bloody hell well five years ago almost this album was released now. Like I yeah, heard it back yeah. then, but yeah, as I said, it's it's kind of been one of those ones that I've. I've listened to and I've appreciated and I've really enjoyed, but until now I've not fully, fully dived into it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Without further ado, I suppose. <laughs> so the first track on the on this album is uh, "Burn the Witch," and what were your yeah. thoughts on this one? Burn the Witch. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, Burn the Witch. I don't know. I, I I guess I can just like read out some of my notes here. That, that yeah. I've taken. We just talk about that. But um. <laughs> I thought it was a nice tone of like the string instruments. Um, mm-hmm. I think overall, this that I came to find out this um, this whole album is just very well produced, um, extremely well produced. Um, yeah. the, the strings and orchestral uh, instruments are just like 
so they, they really so do nice. pop out. Oh yeah, just massively. Just... I think I think that's that's a hard thing to get right on a lot of records too. Is is when you're, you know, adding all these these instruments that you wouldn't necessarily hear, particularly in like rock music, um, yeah. like strings, or you're adding late, later on. There's a, there's a track that's quite, you know, electronic and that kind of thing. And, and when you're incorporating those elements, it is a tough thing to get right and still be, you know, still feel fluent with the, you know, the more organic instruments or the more um, you know, regular instruments that you would hear in, in rock mm. music. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, I think this song, I don't know, overall, I personally didn't didn't vibe with the song. I found it pretty hard to connect to the song. Um, mm-hmm. It just, to me, it was like, um, you know, I thought the production was really good. I thought the vocals like, mixed well with the strings and stuff like that. Um, but for me, yeah, I, I just didn't think there was much of a, of a hook for the chorus. Um, Radiohead's really good at, at getting this really, like, you know, I, I I don't want to keep saying alternative, but like kind of alternative chord work and really interesting, uh, you know, vocal melodies and stuff. Yeah. But but in this one, I don't know. It just it just didn't get me as as much as I as I thought it would. Um, and for like the first song on the album, it really is like an interesting kind of like first song. I don't know. It, it almost feels like they put it at the start just so it wouldn't. So it was kind of out of the way with, I don't know, that's just the way I felt about it. Do you know, I've literally got the same, well, like a very similar note written down is that I found it to be a really interesting choice for an opener because, and I've, I've written, it, it, it feels a little bit disjointed to the rest of the album. Like, don't get me wrong, some of the soundscapes that they're using and some of like, obviously this album is, is, is dripping in orchestral music. Like oh, it's, absolutely. it's extremely orchestral mm. pretty much the entire way through. Pretty much. Um, this is a very orchestral song, but this is this is a very simple song for for for, for a Radiohead track. This is a very simple song, and I can yeah. say this this was this was the single that they released prior to the album really? coming out. Yes, so this Gosh. this was the one that people heard before this whole album That's came risky. out. So <laughs> it, it is risky, but at the same time, I remember it getting a very it got a really good um, you know you know critical kind of reception so it, it wasn't you know people listened to it and went oh that's that's awful you know yeah um, yeah yeah and because it's and not it's, an awful it's, song. it's not it, yeah right it's not an awful song but it does feel a little bit strange when you weigh it up with the rest of the album it just feels yeah. a little bit yeah funny yeah i don't know it's it's and it's it's, it's, a, it's a weird i definitely one. agree i definitely agree because that's why when i because i listened to the album a fair bit but when i came back yeah. to to really get some hard notes on it yeah, this song just yeah, it just doesn't. It's not on the same caliber, and uh, it's uh, but that kind of works for and against it because at the same time it's like I feel like this would kind of let the album down if it was at the start. Sorry, at the middle or the end. But mm. the fact it's at the start is kind of just one of those like oh okay, and you know what I mean, and then it's gone. And it's yeah. not particularly long as well, so it 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 kind of works out. Um, yeah, it, it it's quite funny, but like in in saying that. I can understand why they put it as an opener as well, because it is, you know, if you're looking at, at, at that list of tracks, this is, you know, if you're picking up this album and you've somehow never heard of Radiohead and you somehow don't know, you know, anything about this band, you're going to put that in and, and, and listen to that first track and you're going to go, you, you, you know, it's, it's pricking your ears up. Like it's a big sounding song. It, it's not, you, yeah. you, you know, like imagine opening this album with Daydreaming. Yeah, you know, people aren't going to sit there and be like, "Ooh, let's, 
you know, see what yeah. kind of journey su- we're going on. Yeah. You, you almost need yeah. that that big, I suppose, big opener. Yeah. From that from that perspective, yeah, I suppose definitely. Um, yeah. But I, I wrote here in this, in this note, uh, I wrote leaning toward more experimental, which see, I'd, I'd go the opposite to that. Weirdly, I'd, I'd almost go this isn't very experimental at all, and I, really? I, I can see why it's a single because it's quite accessible. I <laughs> I was under the well, no, I can see that, but I was under the impression that like, you know, I feel like it's more experimental because it. I don't know, it just doesn't have, you know, the same kind of lyrical work or chord work or things like that. It just, to me, it kind of just... Do you mean kind of experimental in a radio... Like, it's experimental for Radiohead because it's yeah, not Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. I think it's experimental for a Radiohead song where it's, it's more about the production side than the writing side. There's a lot yeah. of strings going on. You, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't really hear his, his like, lyrics too well. Um, especially in the chorus, um, it, I don't know. It just—it's interesting. It's a very will, interesting I'll, song. I will say you—you you, you did just touch on the, you know, you can't hear his lyrics very well. I do. I—I I have made a note here that it, it does feel like his vocals do get kind of drowned out in that mix a little bit sometimes, and yeah. and whether that's by design because obviously you know you know you've got these massive sounding, you know, string arrangements and that kind of thing that you kind of almost want that you want you know that sense of urgency coming through and that and that kind of thing yeah um yeah but yeah you, you, it is tough to hear his vocals in this track sometimes so um yeah i can understand that yeah definitely um, um i actually gave each of the songs i don't know if you've done this but i actually gave each, each of the songs a uh, out of 10 rating yeah 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 um so but yeah um i i, I personally gave burn the witch a six out of ten uh mm-hmm. Just because I believe like it's not terrible, but just because I have the you know that kind of bias of hindsight that I know what's coming on the album. Yeah. Um, it's just a good thing because the rest of the album is, you know, in my opinion, way, way, way better than, than Burn the Witch. Um, Pointless. So, <laughs> yeah, no one's ever heard this album. Uh, but yeah, no, of um, course not. It's only been out for five years. What a, <laughs> no one's heard this. <laughs> So, Some real uh, underground yeah. shit to start us off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, but yeah, what are your thought, final thoughts on that? I don't know. I I feel like I'm I'm almost biased in in the other way. It's like I can absolutely see the points that you're that you're putting forward and that kind of thing. And and I will say, I don't like this as an opener overall. Like if if I'm sitting there and I'm I'm, I'm reviewing this album, I don't feel like this works as an opener like something else would. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I. I it just doesn't feel like it fits perfectly there. Um, yeah. In saying that, this is, you, you know, as, as, I, as I mentioned, this, this I, I listened to this album when it came out um, and I listened to this single before I listened to the album. So I, I loved this track when it came out. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. I thought it was, you know, it kind, it kind of gave me that, that bridge into this, into this music a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it, and 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 I guess that kind of flows into the fact that I feel like it's a little bit accessible because it was obviously right, accessible yeah. enough to hook me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I love the string arrangements in this, particularly towards the end. I think that that really kind of dissonant sound that you get, you know, oh, as yeah. it's reaching reaching that crescendo at the end is is fucking terrifying. To be completely honest with you, it's yeah. you know it yeah. really reaches that fever pitch and kind of. Um, 
you know, you, you're kind of wondering what's happening next, and weirdly enough, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> daydreaming, yeah. which you just don't expect whatsoever. But um, yeah, the production on this on Burn the Witch is just incredible. Um, it's string, incredible, but at the same time, I feel like it's weak with the vocals. I don't know. It's it's in that very very weird place that I well, feel like they some mix of it well is... together. I think as a from a production. Po- point of view i don't think they clash but the whole thing is like they mix too well so i can't really hear it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i guess yeah and as we're saying that 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 might just straight up you know be, be what they were going for and, that, and that's totally mm. cool and but yeah um, i also rated these out of 10 i gave burn the witch a 7.5 um true i definitely think there is weaker tracks on this album that we'll obviously get to at some point but um yeah i i, I enjoy this track i don't feel like it's in the correct spot but aside yeah. from that i think it's a really good song yeah, I think it's the weakest song on the album, okay. uh, personally. But yeah, anyway, cool. it's, it's not bad for sure. <laughs> for sure. I don't think I don't genuinely think you can call any song on this album no. bad. I think no. there's obviously stuff that you can critique and that kind of thing. But as a whole, yeah. this album's yeah. very good. Yeah, and I don't, yeah. I don't think we're we're not, we're not spoiling anything by saying that because no, I exactly. think everyone knows exactly. that this album's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so track two is Daydreaming. Now, this, for me, oh, man. is an album highlight for sure. It's not my favourite song on the album, but um, it's probably second, to be completely honest. Um, True. This gives me that same kind of floaty feeling that you get from a track like Pyramid Song. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah. They're, they're, they're different in the way that they're doing it. Um, Pyramid Song is just a fucking weird ass track that is this this is this is relatively straightforward i guess in 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 terms of musicality and that kind of thing but um mm. just how it sucks you into the atmosphere of this song i feel like it's it's pretty incredible how they've managed to do that oh yeah, i agree i definitely agree uh daydreaming is such a good song uh it's 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 insane <clears throat> it's absolutely insane uh, yeah i actually this is the first song of moonshade pool that i heard um it's and a pretty like, good oh, intro to it, to be honest. Like, I, I kind of look at daydreaming as almost like the, I don't know, what, what do they call it? The, it's the it's the magnum opus of this album, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it's 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 long, it's well, expansive, and it's epic, and it's 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 all of that. But it's you know how you were saying it about sums up the album, the first track, yeah, kind of setting up the whole album. I would kind of. I don't know, in some ways, I might have even just left Burn the Witch as a single and not even had it on Moonshade Pool. Yeah, Because Daydreaming really sets up the rest of the, the album. The rest of the album, yeah. And that's Burn the, the Witch like, doesn't, in my opinion. I can see why Burn the Witch is there, purely because as, as someone coming into this album not knowing what Radiohead is and all of that kind of thing, Burn the Witch would grab you more than Daydreaming would. Yep. But if, if, if you're looking at it from, from someone who even is aware of Radiohead... Or yeah, is, yeah. is willing to give this a proper listen. Yeah, absolutely. Daydreaming should be the first stop on this album because it, it sets everything up like that. From daydreaming on, this album's pretty fucking great. <laughs> yeah, this like, album is insane. Yeah, it's, it's it incredible. flows pretty decently. It's you know, it's 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 it is. That's the album. That's that's yeah. the the core of the album. Yeah. Well, I wrote here um, for the intro because I was kind of writing notes as the song was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I wrote very floaty intro, a medley of ethereal chimes. Um, oh, that's very descriptive of you. Yeah, and en- like enchanting it. piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I, I think it is. I think it's a very yeah. enchanting 
song. I think the song is is very dreamlike. It's very ethereal. Uh, the production is just once again it, every song the production surprises me more and more. Yeah. Um, the chord changes in, in in the piano and the way it all flows together. It's just it's just yeah the the song for me is just so captivating just from the get go. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it's just a it's it's a brilliant track and like. I don't know. It, you're talking about like that 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 kind of dreamy kind of atmosphere that it puts you in, but then I feel like towards the back end of the track, you know, when you start getting these 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 glitchy vocal samples coming in, and you start getting yeah. all this like weird layering happening, and yeah, that kind of yeah, thing, it turns yeah. into this absolutely fucking. It's just a nightmare at that point. <laughs> like it yeah. sucked you out of your pleasant dream into an absolute fucking nightmare, and it's yeah. yeah I don't the know. Dynamics in the song are, are insane. Just, oh yeah. And I, I, I think wrote, for, uh, for me, I've I've always considered Radiohead like I've never considered Radiohead to necessarily be, you know, in, in terms of one track. I don't consider them to be a super dynamic band. To be completely honest with you, like song to song, absolutely. But in the same track, I've I've not necessarily come across things with Radiohead that I've gone, well, that's completely flipped it on its head, and that's kind of what this song does is it like it builds and then just fucking just turns you over yeah 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 there's some stuff here and there like their experimental stuff once again going back to like mainly kid a yeah has similar kind of stuff um but yeah you're right you're right they usually kind of have the same dynamic here and there um and i suppose that's why you know why i probably like moonshine pool heaps because radioheads is really good at doing that mm. and they pretty much do it every single Pretty much every single track on this album, but um, <clears throat> with uh with daydreaming, I just thought like the the lyrics and stuff along with his vocal delivery, it's just kind of has this haunting, you know what I mean? It's kind of oh like, yeah, yeah for sure. This this vibe to it, and it's um, but what I really noticed well on, on this track was like the kind of the interjecting vocal little snips, the little you know yeah. you'd say a lyric and then you'd have this reverse almost. Uh, backing vocal come in and then go away really quickly and it's I like, did Whoa, like... read what I think it was in this track that the reversed um, what the reversed lyrics were saying yeah there it is so a lot of this album is um, presumably written about his his marriage breakup um, okay. so I think that was that was pretty you know you, you do get that kind of feeling through the lyrics and, and that kind of thing as well um Oh, sorry. They, I, I think it was just his partner. I don't think they were actually married, but they were together for 23 years anyway. So, um, but yeah, when when you reverse those lyrics, um, Wikipedia. So take take it as a grain of salt. Uh, York seems to be singing half of my life. I've found my love. Every minute, half of my love. Yeah. So, like this whole album, but particularly this song, is just it it it. It, it it burns through to your gut like it, it it's got that you can oh, yeah. tell this was this was coming from you know a deep dark place in in tom like this is you know this yeah. is very personal shit well that was the other thing is that um she she i don't think they split up because she was, uh, as far as I know, she was she she was dying. She died. She passed away in 2016. So I think this album 
was like a yeah his his way of, of, of oh like, shit she did too that was yeah, that was she... that was after this album released okay um, well, um I assume that yeah she was but but she did have cancer leading so up to that so yeah. whether that was yeah, yeah. no because there's a lot of those things sure. in this album um at least that you know yeah you're right overall yes um it definitely is about that there is like that personal note but mm. a lot of these songs don't really allude to that you know what i mean that directly at least not until oh, yeah. it's a very no, last I, song i, I would but. yeah I, I would definitely agree that i think um it, it, it's more the i guess the feelings around it rather than the it's, it's not yeah. he, he's not writing directly a lot of the time no there are, no. There and, are he, and he's not that kind of writer is, in not, general no he's not um, um which i think is a good thing i i you know i i absolutely see the um i don't know i guess the the like in 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 having very direct lyrics and that kind of thing but i think leaving it up to interpretation sometimes is absolutely the way to go and and well that's this album in a nutshell really 100 percent. it's it's for me personally a lot of the whatever motions whatever you know that i'm like that elicit responses for me are just more I don't know, I'm just kind of like sensing that the vibe. It's not necessarily maybe what he would have intended, but you know, that's personally why I really like this album is because it's very, you know, it, it, it's the same way you know all good art is, I suppose. It like it really leaves you, you know, you know wondering and, and questioning your yeah, own life, yeah, and questioning yeah, yeah, things that you've yeah, experienced and all that. Yeah, yeah. Putting your sure. own emotions into it and then getting some, you know, things out. Yeah, of course. I think this album is really solid for that, and then you know. There um, is, but there is that that tone of um, melon melancholy and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 dripping with that, and it's like I don't know. I'm only going a weird weird old little tangent here, but um, bear with me. <laughs> sure. So I was listening to this album really really heavily for the last two weeks. Basically, once we decided that, that this is what we were going to mm. do, and this was the album that we were going to be um, starting off with, yeah. um, we went through. The, the, the place where we live, we went through a, uh, a lockdown um, last week from COVID. Um, still kind of having a few restrictions here and there and that kind of thing. But I had yeah. a moment with this song as I was walking home from work. Unfortunately, you know, lockdown still had to work. Um, I was walking home from work yeah. with this song in my ears and I was kind of just looking around because it was like middle of the day, mid lockdown. And there was just no one around. And it was just really fucking weird. And it was really like, I don't know. It just, it just kind of put, put the heebie-jeebies up me a little bit. And I was having this moment with this, you know, as it was coming to that kind of crescendo at the end of this of this track and um, just just walking down the street and just looking around and being like, oh, fuck, this is, this is real. This is happening. Because yeah. we've been very, very lucky in terms of where we live in that we've not That's had to kind of go through a, a, a huge amount with, with COVID. Like it's we had the initial kind of panic and worry about it and that kind of thing, but we've been very, very lucky in terms of, you know, not having any local local cases for a very, very long time. Yep. So for this to kind Definitely. of happen was, 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 was big and kind of, you know, put everything into perspective a little bit. So to have this, this song playing as I'm walking down the street and I'm just looking around going, Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's nothing to do with anything, but it, 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 it feeds into, into what you said, like, you know, we we put our own our own emotions and our own experiences and our own lives into these tracks. 
this yeah. this song has absolutely nothing to do with with COVID or absolutely nothing to do with lockdown or anything like that. It's got nothing to do with it. But in that moment, it was about that. Yeah, yeah and it was exactly. about this weird, you know, life that we're all living at the moment and this weird weird phase that we're in 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 terms of the world. So, yeah, it, it was very strange, but you know, I thought I thought I'd bring that up because it was yeah, it kind of. You know, yeah, fit into yeah. what you were saying a little bit, but yeah, 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 exactly. It's um, you know, and that that's probably like a the mark of like a, a really really good album is yeah, you you put your own, you put yourself into it as much as the as the artist did, and yep. you know, and you know that's probably like the beauty of music, I suppose. But um, yeah, no, yeah, that's it's just one of those songs, especially this song, um, but yeah. This this song is definitely very, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like somber, I suppose. Yeah, um, for sure. I wrote melancholic state of being. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, uh, it is, and it's, but it, but somehow at the same time, it's it's such a, a a big expression of that. Yeah. Because is. absolutely, you can do it. You can do a, a you know a melancholic song. And you know the, the the state of melancholy is you know you don't want to do anything massive or expansive, but this is this is just almost like a total wall that yeah. you find yourself in. Yeah, of course. And, and yeah. this song just portrays that so so well, so incredibly. Um, I, I don't know. I've I've given this track a nine point five out of ten. This is, as I said, my second favorite on the album. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, this is this is. Real good. This is really, really this good. is like peak, uh, yeah. not peak, but this is really top Radiohead writing, isn't it? For sure, for sure. Um, I I wrote uh, I had a few other notes on this mm-hmm. song because uh, I wrote fucking heaps for this. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a long song, so if you're sitting there writing them out as you were listening to it, then <laughs> you can see why. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote uh, yeah, I, I tend to get quite uh descriptive. I wrote a beating gloss of purity and vulnerability surrounds the pace of the song. Uh, that's probably more to do with the bass, because uh, that bass that rocks up in in the song is just yeah, you know, it just really changes the dynamic, um, and it kind of just you know everything swirls around. Um, our great use of electronica mm. uh, tones and sounds, because that's pretty much Radiohead's bread and butter since pretty much Kid A. Yep. Um, Tommy York basically can't get enough of it. Um, <laughs> it's his drug. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. Um, I wrote, uh, at the very end, I suppose, I wrote experimental, slowed, I guess reversed speech at the end of the song, and I wrote, adds to the obscurity. Mm. It, is, um, it is one of those tracks that is, is really obscure. Oh, like, so obscure. You know, those, those, those massively, like, dramatic strings that you have coming in. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's, yeah. that's one of the highlights of the album for me, just because it, it's yeah, so yeah. off-putting and so... I don't know. It's it, it's really. I don't know. It it just puts the chills up me, yeah. <laughs> like it really does. I think at some point there's reversed horns. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me with this. I didn't pick up on that myself, but it, it would not I surprise me. I think it's me. reversed horns. Hey, it's it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did write a little little thing. I wrote overall a very great song. One to immerse yourself in and let yourself be carried away with this strange. Yet warm, somber tone. Yep. 
I reckon that sums um, it up pretty perfectly, so, to be honest. But I, I gave that a 9 out of 10. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, for the second track, it's extremely strong. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. That, it's one of the highlights of the album for me. Um, oh, I don't know, I don't know about you. I don't know if you you go much higher than a 9. But, um, yeah, for, for me, it's, it's, it's very, very up there. Yeah, definitely. All right. What's the, the next track? This is uh, one that you messaged me about before we even decided <laughs> about doing this. Uh, so I yeah, think you've yes. got some good opinions on this one. This is Dex Dark. This is the third song on the album. Dex um, Dark, yeah. So t- tell me about Dex Dark. This is oh, all man. you, my Dex boy. Dex Dark is, is probably, you know, that's, it, this one shines probably the brightest to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was completely, completely blown away by this song. Um, Mainly just due to the melody and the dynamics. Um, yep. I just didn't expect it, especially coming out of daydreaming. Um, but uh, basically, I just wrote uh, great melody right away. It just just got me off the bat. Yep. Um, has really, really, once again, you know, I keep saying this for every song pretty much, but the, the production is just great. Everything yep. blends well. 100%. You have those dreamy background noises that you do have in daydreaming, but there's also... Uh, more of that uh, alt rock sound. Um, what do you call it? the the song advances into a, a swirly choir, which I hadn't really heard in Daydreaming or Burn the Witch. Yep. You know, we'd have such strong strings and stuff like that. Um, so when that came on, I was like, wow, kind of thing. Um, but the good news is for me, because I'm really like into the kind of alt rock side. Um, you know, the alt rock just shines through just yeah. through the the kind of dreamlike production. Um, I was just, yeah, the chords are amazing. Um, the lyrics invite imaginative states of mind for me. Mm. Um, I was really just getting these, you know, just really, you know, my, my brain just kind of like fires off with all these different, uh, different scenarios. Um, the, 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 uh, sorry, the dynamics are absolutely excellent. Uh, all the instruments shine through, um, I think that's that really a, that's cool guitar breakdown. That we really touched on massively is like as much as we've been kind of talking about all these like atmospheres and that kind of thing that we're, that we're, that they're building and that kind of thing, the instrumentation on this album, you know, purely if you're going by what each, what each band member is doing, fantastic. Like we haven't touched on it a massive amount to this point. And to be honest, if I'm looking through my notes, I probably haven't a lot of the time, but the yeah. instrumentation on this album for, from the core members of the group is, is fantastic throughout like performance wise. Oh. Brilliant. Yeah, I suppose at this point they're you know they're the masters of their yeah. Their instrument. You almost you almost don't even need to say it like it's yeah. You know this this band's been going for a fucking long time now. They know what oh, they're doing. Oh yeah, and they're doing it very well. And you know, and this is like the best part of this album in a lot of ways is like nothing's over the top. Yeah, nothing's weirdly. Under, which when underdone. you consider how how massively expansive I guess this 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 album is. Um, for, for nothing to feel like it's too much there's almost that you know that that beauty in, in being able to reel things back when it needs to be reeled back and and um you know just kind of appreciating the space between stuff and, and that kind of thing which i think is very important yeah yeah of course of course well like uh well with this song Dex Stark, um one thing that really struck out to me was like just that i don't know they have really good sounds with their guitars and their yeah, and bass and drums and stuff. So, yeah. you know, that, that kind of classic Radiohead fumbling kind of, like, sound. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they're picking and stuff, it's just, just like, 
comes out really, really good. Um, but yeah, so I guess my overall thing of it, you know, I said it's an extremely charming, varied rock song, shimmering with borderline experimental production. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I absolutely love this song. I got this song a ten out of ten. This song actually, <laughs> damn, this song is great. <laughs> this song was really like what you know. Granted, with the rest of the album, I think maybe on its own, maybe a nine, maybe an eight. But the fact that it comes after daydreaming and um, it just, yeah, it definitely it comes at a really right. nice time of the album. I think yeah, um, yeah. it definitely kind of fits one hundred percent where it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'm just gonna start off with the score that I gave it. I gave this an eight. Um, based purely on the fact that in this album it didn't necessarily stand out to me. It, please don't get me wrong. It is a fucking incredible track. But oh, I don't think yeah. it sticks out as much as some of the other tracks on this album do. Um, for me personally, uh, I, I had notes. Um, I said the use of the choir on this song is really impressive and it, build, it builds that really dense atmosphere that, that we did see kind of um, with Daydreaming as well is that you know, you are getting such incredible kind of layering and that kind of thing going on. And I don't necessarily think it's, you know, because sometimes when you do layer a song up so much, it can sound like, this, you know, there's too much going on. But I think for this, yeah. it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's like having a nice layer and a layer of icing on a cake. Like it, it, it it's, it's mm. just, it's just enough. It's there. Yeah. It's perfect as it is. It works really well. Um, yeah. I wrote that it has a really cool groove. I really enjoyed kind of the, you know the the bass and the drums on this one and, and the groove that they were going for. Um, actually, got a bit of a Gorillaz vibe on that outro guitar, and I know that that's probably probably a little bit silly saying because I'm sure you know Damon Albarn and, and you know Gorillaz um, are massively inspired by Radiohead in general. I don't think that they're you know necessarily. I don't think Radiohead's necessarily ripping Gorillaz off or anything like that, but. I don't yeah, know, there yeah. was something about that outro guitar that kind of gave me that... Um, I'm trying to think of the song. Oh, it might, might even just be Feel Good Ink. There's, there's the, that Gorilla song. That's yeah, just, it's yeah. just got that kind of like, you know, a little bit of funky vibe going on with it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very groovy for sure. Mm. And, you know, that that kind of guitar breakdown, uh, I'm at a note there, you know, I just said it was just so cool. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's, it wasn't it, over the top, it's it just cool. Like. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, you can again you can so easily just go too far with something like that and it would take you out of it a little bit and it would you know but yeah. it just never reaches that point um yeah and the other thing that i wrote this song feels nowhere near its runtime it's 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 sub five minutes it's four yeah. four forty one or something like that but it, it <laughs> yeah. flies this track flies by this this yeah, almost doesn't agree. feel like it's there Sometimes to me, when I listen to the album, it's it's so yeah. smooth on the ears that it just it just goes straight through. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. really 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 great song. Um, but as I said, it, it's it's not one of those ones that I particularly grab onto anything in particular about it. I'm just yeah. kind of like, that's a really good song. I'm glad it's on the album. I'm glad it's glad it sits where it does. But there's nothing there that I'm like, oh, fuck. I really want to listen to Dex Dark right now. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fair enough. I think I just, I just think Dex Dark is just for me it pops out just because it just feels like a old rock song done produced uh, in, 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 style in just of this, this different album. weird way. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I just think it just benefits really. And that's the thing. <clears> that I'm like not sure lot. whether this was one of the songs, but um, I was reading that a lot of the tracks on this album 
were actually older Radiohead songs that they'd been sitting on for a long, long, long time. Okay. I'm not sure whether Dex Dark was one. I can definitely try and find that out as we are um, talking. But yeah, there's there's a lot of. Um, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because it does it does have that, you know that 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 retro Radiohead feel a little bit, and it's like. Mm. Um, I don't even know what I'm fucking looking at. I'm just like, Dex Dark, old song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it wouldn't uh, surprise me. I mean, that it, it did have that kind of rock, that real alt rock sound that they're pretty good at. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, obviously, it wasn't like different. It did, for me, it just it, I just think it just works really well. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Amnesiac, which is the, you know, Kid A's the weird electronic, uh, super experimental you know one and then amnesiac is this if you ripped ripped all that away and just left the kind of bev left, bones, left what um, what the band was actually doing in in it yeah that's, yeah that's yeah exactly have, yeah, if you yeah. just had like that production down everything down but you still had these weird um ideas and i think that's probably why i like dex dark so much is because it's it's quite literally like a almost like a evolved amnesiac sound in some ways yeah um, for sure but you know it's really interesting. I do draw comparisons, though, uh, to Kid A and Amnesiac. You know, if you mix them together, you know, you would probably have Moonshirt Pool. Um, yeah, no, I can see that. For uh, And obviously, like, you know, these, these, again, aren't albums that I've massively dived into or anything like that. But from what I know yeah. of those albums, I can definitely say that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but then obviously you're adding kind of the more orchestral flair to it, which which I don't oh, necessarily yeah, think. Yeah, the, well, this is something more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something sure. more more to this album than that for sure. Yeah, currently got um, three, yeah, no, three tabs a, of a moon shaped a... pool open on Wikipedia. Just <laughs> 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 keep fucking adding more. Oh god. Yeah, All right. Um. But yeah. What's yeah. Really, track? really great song. Um. Desert Island Disc is the next one. Desert Island Disc. Okay, so oh, for uh, me... You, you start off with this one. Yeah. So I really like the introduction of, of the acoustic guitar here. I feel like it... You know, this this does feel like a little bit of a flip on this album. Um, it, it's, yeah. it's not so... It's, it doesn't have that same kind of atmosphere with the orchestra and that kind of thing going on. Um, it's a relatively simple song to me, this one. Whether it's actually simple when you kind of dive into the music a little bit more, I'm not sure. But um, I didn't have a lot to say about this track. I feel like it's a decent song. I don't feel like it's an album highlight in the slightest. This is probably one of my weaker tracks, if I'm completely honest. Yeah. Um, just because it feels a little bit simplistic. It feels like it, it's, it's nice that it's here and it's nice that it's adding a little bit of a kind of a different flair and it's breaking breaking up, you know, this, yeah. this massive, overwhelming atmosphere that they're creating with some of the other tracks here. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah it, 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 it almost has that kind of element of out of place again like burn the witch did um but yeah i think it's really i think i think it's a good track um i liked his vocals on it i thought it was you know pleasant enough on the ears um i've given this a 6.5 out of 10 um i don't know again i don't have a massive amount to say about it 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 is it is one of those tracks that is kind of just there for me um but yeah how about you What, what did you think about this one um, yeah, I pretty much agree, uh, except for a few things. Uh, so, I really like the folk <laughs> guitar <everything>. sound. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I like that folk guitar sound, um, that acoustic. It reminds me of Bert Janch, who's a, um, uh, an acoustic folk acoustic guitarist from the 
sixties and seventies. Uh, okay. It's really really good. But he has that very similar hammering on, hammering off kind of guitar stuff. Yep. Um, that just kind of came out to me. Um, but yeah, no, I do agree. It is a slower pace, and it seems to have more simplified production. Um, there's not yes. much going on. Yeah, that, um, and that that's kind of what I'm saying is like it, it does kind of almost suck you out of that atmosphere a little bit because it doesn't feel yeah. like it's 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 been in the womb quite as long and it's had, yeah, you know yeah. all this other stuff. And I, it doesn't Definitely. sound like don't get me wrong, it does not sound like a demo. It just doesn't yeah necessarily feel like it's um from the same album to be completely honest exactly yeah well that's the thing that i even wrote like yeah um that simplified production like kind of helps the song stand out yes yeah for sure uh, um but yeah no it's, it's it's very interesting song um you know it almost has like a peaceful air to it like a yeah yeah i can say like that a, like you know you, you said pleasant which i would agree with um i did write lyrics were thoughtful and never seem out of place which i thought was quite interesting um you know what I mean? The sometimes his lyrics, you know, he'll he'll throw this and that in, and it's a bit like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Like, um, but with this, it was pretty, yeah, it was just pretty pleasant. Pretty. <laughs> it's just a pleasant song. It's just kind of, I don't know. I, I I find this one hard to talk about because it it, it is just, as I say, it's there, but it but yeah. it's it's nice, in the mm. in the same token, like it, it it doesn't sit there and you go, fuck, I hate this song. Like you're not yeah, listening yeah. to it and going, "This is garbage." I want to skip this onto the next track. Like yeah. it, it's good. Um, yeah. But you're right. Like the, the the lyrics are very kind of, they're almost that kind of reflective, I guess, in a way. And I guess you know, I I obviously don't know the meaning of this, and I, you know, yeah. I I look at the title. Another and door, I go, another door. I look at the title, mm. and I'm kind of going, you know, it does have that. It's got that reflective kind of thing with it. So, like, if you were on a desert island and you had a dip, mm. like, that's obviously like, yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. nothing to do with that whatsoever. But like, it, it it does put you in that kind of space, I guess. Yeah, it's it's not it's definitely not anywhere near as intense. I I, I did write um, overall a step back in terms of intensity, but helps overall with the album. The song serves to calm and contemplate. It's charming with a hint of old folk. Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's, a, that's an important point to make is that it, it it is a step back from the atmosphere, but it almost makes you reflect on what you've heard before. It's that, a break, basically. It's a break, it's, but it's it's, it's a needed um, break because if I think if you ju- you're just smashing people over the head with yeah, you know yeah. how how this album feels, it's gonna yeah. be very overwhelming and very um gonna get pretty dry pretty quick. Yeah. Well, that's thing. I I initially gave this song an eight out of ten based on. Uh, you know, the as uh, uh, sorry on the album, mm-hmm. uh, as it works in the album, but on its own, I think it's probably more of like a seven. Yep. Um, but you know, it just depends on which way we look at it. As a single, definitely a seven. Yeah. But yeah, with the album, I think it works better, um, especially because now I've heard the album a few times. Uh, you know, when when you know that that guitar comes in, especially coming out of Dex Dark, which just has you know quite quite it's quite an intense, intense kind of, kind of yeah. like ending and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a very, very charming song and it's always nice to hear, you know, something different, I guess, yeah. especially on the same album. For sure. And, and you know, like it's it's not a massively long track either. And I think that that's probably a good thing, to be honest. Like, it, you, you know, it's it's under four minutes. It's it's just sitting there as like a little bit of a break. Like if, if they 
you know extended this out to like a six minute track it's, it's not going to work in terms of the album yeah definitely. but i think definitely you know the shorter run time and the fact that it is such a departure from what they've done before on this album works for it yeah exactly cool well uh, yeah, no, <laughs> we didn't have much to say about that you know it's a good track um, it's. I think it is needed on the album, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of, as I've written my scores, I've kind of looked at it as a, as a singular song rather than how it's fit in the album. So for me, it's a 6.5. It's a decent enough okay. track, but it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite moment. It's yeah. kind of there. Yeah, definitely. I would agree, but I would say it has more relevance than, this is probably where I mean you just probably disagree, but it has more relevance to the album than probably Burn the Witch does. Probably. I think... I feel like day, Daydreaming does what Burn the Witch does anyway. Yeah. I, I, I think... I, I, I probably agree with that, but I feel like if I'm listening to an individual track, I'm going to listen to yeah. Burn the Witch about 10 times before I try to listen to <laughs> Desert Island Disc, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel no, like as an individual fair. song, that's Burn fair. the Witch is far better, but um, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. In terms of the album, Desert From Island Disc feels more important. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and that's the thing, I'm going into this more from the album perspective. Um, yeah, and of it, like, I, I'm aware of that as well. Um, yeah. I don't know, that's just yeah. different ways in which I guess we've, we've you know, rated things, but... Yeah, yeah. Because this album would be very hard to look at as each song being singular. <laughs> that would be pretty hard. Yeah, there, there, is, a track, there is a track later on on this, this album that I'm kind of, I'm going to make a weird point on. That's yeah. going to be interesting when we get there, but... Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm, um, I'm keen. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when we get there. All right, so the next song on here is Full Stop. Now. Full Stop. This is a fucking weird song. <laughs> <laughs> but in the best way. This is a weird yeah. song because... Where the fuck did all this... <laughs> this feels I'm, like uh, it was ripped right. straight off Kid A to me. <laughs> Alright, so with this song, I'm, I'm just going to tell you my overall yep, okay. uh, thing first mm-hmm. before I jump into, into dissecting it. Yep. Because I've written a lot of random points, but none of them are really <laughs> cohesive except for the end. So. Cool, um, cool. All right, overall, a very interesting song. More of an auditory experience than a traditional song. Yeah, uh, no, Great production and dynamics. Very cool song. I'd agree, yeah. Um. Because it's very hard to dissect, I feel. This isn't really like I've a, a song. I've got a question, though, and this is obviously, you know, kind of... What did you rate this? Because I feel like there's I, so many different ways you could look at this song. I rated this a 7 out of 10. Oh, that's such a fence-sitting comment. That's, much, <laughs> that's a fucking fence-sitting <laughs> score. Um, because, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's not... I don't know, it's such a, it's just a puzzling... puzzling uh, Entry. Yeah. See, um, I, I know for a fact that this was one of the, as, as I mentioned before, the older songs that they had sat on and waited. Uh, um, so this, this I think, was 2012. I think this has been kicking yeah. around since. So that's like, yeah, okay. you know, you're coming out of King of Limbs era. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, oh, actually, I might, I might check that because that doesn't feel right. Um, yeah, 2011, yeah. 2011? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Live debut and yeah. Oh, 2000, 2012. Yep. So that, yeah. that was when that was when yeah. it first uh, got played live. 
Um, okay. So I don't know. Like I haven't heard much of King of Limbs. That's an album that I just haven't no. really gone into much at all. Like I, I, I don't think I've listened to a single song. I know, I, I know Lotus Flower. So I'm basing everything that I, I'm about to say off Lotus Flower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so please yeah. do not stab me. Um, but it does have that kind of vibe to it as well. Like Lotus Flower's kind of got that that dancey kind of thing going on. This is this has got that dancey beat, and it's. Um, I don't know. I, I, the layering on this this song is what gets me. You're right in saying it's an auditory experience because like you're going to sit there and you're going to listen to this and you're going to go, whoa, all right. And you're just being totally transported into yeah. some other fucking dimension with this track. Oh, yeah. Um, I reckon this would be incredible live. I reckon this would oh, be yeah. absolutely unreal. Um, yeah, definitely. And I don't know. There's, there's, there's some of the... I, I, but... I, I don't feel like it's out of place. I feel like, in oh, terms no, no. of in terms of audio, it's a little bit kind of it's it's again that that one eighty. But when you're coming out of Desert Island Disc, we're kind of going, oh, we'll just throw everything yeah. out of the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this yeah. Point. Like, yeah, um, yeah, they really are the the parallels right next to each other, aren't they? Yeah, and I feel, and, and it's quite strange because I feel like from this point onwards, we don't necessarily have a massive amount of departure. It's like these two songs sitting, you know. If you're looking mm. at it, then they're not in the middle of the album. They're a little bit hot, like you're know, earlier in the album. Mm. Um, but this, this is this is the most. In terms of where the other songs on this album ended up, this is the most experimental to me. Um, because it's yeah. just fucking strange. It's so strange. I um I did a few notes on it, and um, you know, tell me tell me what you think. But I just I just <laughs> they're all very short, and there's a lot of them. Um, it basically just said, yeah, trippy alternative sound uh, off the bat. That bass is just so, like, uh, I don't know, just so, like, almost grungy. Yeah, I um, can hear that. And it just keeps going and doesn't stop. So it just reminds me of the, oh, like the old kind of like punk bass lines where they're just drone, almost droney. Hmm. Um, and, it, you know, but then on top of that, I wrote uh, droning electronica to fill the gaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, it's just that bass. And then on top of that, it's just a bunch of other random stuff going on. Uh, you know, I would, really I would love too. to hear this song stripped away. Like, like take all the fucking oh, weird-ass yeah. electronics out of it. I'd love to hear this just, just purely as, as, you know, five-piece band yeah. or whatever. How many people are in... How do I not even fucking know how many people are in Radiohead? Yeah. It's four. Few, it's though. four, isn't it? Is it it's four, four or five? Four. No, it's five. What? Ignore me. It's five. It's five um, yeah, I, I'd I'd love to hear this just just purely as as the five of them and and, and see where it started, yeah. or even if it went through that phase, um, because you know they they quite easily could have just written this with you know electronics yeah. in mind the whole time, but it's yeah, yeah it's it's um it does create that really crazy soundscape and. As we've been saying, Radiohead's so brilliant at creating these unbelievable sounding, um, you know, these, these big atmospheres and these big soundscapes. It's like, this track is what you said. It's that auditory experience. But in yeah. saying that, it still kind of marches with the, the rest of the album in that, like, you know, if you're looking at the lyrics on this, you know, you're getting, you know, why should I be good if you're not? And all that kind of thing. And you're getting... Um, again that same kind mm. of personal 
experience that that, that Tom's Tom's driving into it. So it's yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a it's oh, a funny sure, song. Man. It's um, so interesting, but fuck, it's good. To me, I, uh, I wrote it uh, almost has a black star by David Bowie vibe. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? That hell kind of yeah, so random. Um, also, I, I don't know if you noticed, but Tom has a, he, sing, he has a different articulation when he's singing on the song than I think in anything else. In what um, way? It, well, once again, back to that kind of black side, it has that kind of like late David Bowie kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, at least that's another you know, conclusion I drew. The way he sings is just a little like, I don't know, just different. Um, I thought the layering in the song was insane in, in a good way. Um, oh, the layering in this is just, I, I would have loved to have seen... <laughs> yeah, you know, like as they're producing yeah. it, like what the, how yeah. many fucking different stems and all this shit this thing's yeah, going through because yeah, there would have been a fucking lot for sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, I also noticed the vocals are more of a, of almost like a background instrument in themselves. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. just so. So I think obviously at the start you're kind of getting the more traditional kind of, um, you know, like you're getting you're getting that little bit of a verse, but then once you're getting into the, um, you know, that I can't remember what line it is, that line that he just repeats basically for half the song yeah um yeah yeah, yeah you, you, and then there's also that the the other vocal line on top of it that, ah, get down. yeah um, yeah yeah you're getting that yeah they, they do almost just work as just another instrument then they're, they're not standing out but they're just kind of adding to the, the the soundscape yeah of course yeah um it's really good dynamics though mm. really good dynamics yeah. um very trippy um, I thought, yeah, I just wrote down here and creates a flowing canvas of sound. Yeah, because it was just it was just kept going and uh, yeah. But I did I, I did note here nice chirpy old guitar sound, which you know I really appreciate from Radiohead. <laughs> um, all their guitar tones are always different every song, and I don't know how yeah. they do it, but it's pretty. Amazing. They're very different, and they're always good. As well. I will it's before not, uh, before we like get off the song. I yeah. will say that it's very very similar to a Kid A song called the National Anthem. Yeah, and that that's what I've like I've written. It it feels like a Kid A song. It just straight up yeah. feels like a Kid A song. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the National Anthem, but there is just a it's just a bass line that keeps going through the whole song, and there's just random things on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really really good. So you're a good song for sure. But uh, yeah, no. This song, it really deserves to be on Moonshape Pool, though, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. I'm just looking something up because I hadn't actually thought about this until now because obviously I've been listening to this album um, on Spotify. Um, but this is... What the fuck was I about to look up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 there we go. Up? I just wanted to look up like the vinyl split because I feel like that's the a good way split. to end side A. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, right, 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 right. And yeah, and, yeah. and as we're kind of going into um, oh, the next track, I feel like that song, yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah. Uh, why does nothing have with splitties? <laughs> oh, there we go. Found it. Yeah. So there you go. So you got side A, burn the witch daydreaming. Side B, Dex dark, desert island disc full stop. And then you go to the second vinyl, and it starts with glass eyes. So there you go. Yep. That that works fantastically well as an ending to a vinyl. As a pacing thing, yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Sure. Alright, so you said your score on that one, didn't you? Six? 
six. Was it a six I or six point five? Said a s- I said seven. Oh, seven. That's right, because I yelled at you yeah. for, for fence setting. Um. Yeah, I said seven. <laughs> I just don't think it can go one way or the other. I just don't think it's strong, and I don't think it's weak. Yeah, so. no, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, that's an eight point five for me. I reckon that's that's actually one of my album highlights, just because it is such a such a one eighty. But I feel like no, as I a can track, it's, it's really really good. Yeah, I can definitely say that. All right, so on to side C, I guess. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the vinyl, second vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, glass. I'd love doing this on vinyl. Holy shit. Yeah, I might actually have to buy this. Not that I fucking um, use my record glass player, eyes. Right. Uh, sorry punching the mic um glass eyes all right so you know how i mentioned to you i feel like i've got a bit of a weird favorite glass eyes is my favorite track on this album yeah i can see that i can see glass eyes being anyone's favorite no well that's not that weird then is it (laughs) (laughs) i just kind of looked at this song and i went you know it's it's the shortest song on here it sits you know right smack bang in the middle of the album and i feel like it, it harkens back to that same feeling that you're getting in Daydreaming. Like, it's that yeah. same floaty, atmospheric kind of thing, but this song almost merges that and simplifies it. Just puts it in this yeah. little little three-minute-long package of um, just a super, you know, again, melancholic and, and very mm. um, personal, heartfelt song. Um, yeah, of course. The strings on this thing are... Unbelievable. Very good, very good yeah. One, the production's one, once again insane. One of the most beautiful things I've ever heard is, is, is the strings on this track. Like yeah. hands down. Um that cello that comes in in the in the in the like the last few bars, you really get that yeah. really deep cello hit. I think that's just fucking perfect. Um yeah. it's 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 very nearly my favourite radiohead song of all time, if not. Um True. I've absolutely grown to adore this track the last couple of weeks. Um yeah, yeah. I just absolutely love this, and 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 as I said, like it, it starts that second half of the album, and this second half of the album is this album. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, it's not, mm. it's not exploring too much. It's, it's not. Um, this, this is the sound of the album. Like if you just straight up listen to the second half of the album, you're gonna understand what this album's about. Oh, for sure. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. So what did yeah, you think of would... last size? Uh, the song's yeah, great. I really enjoyed the song. Um yeah, I pretty much pretty much agree there. Um yeah, I wrote, yeah, dreamy piano, the light strings really work well. Um, you know, the way they come in. Um I did note that like the it was more direct lyrics than typically yes. used. Yeah. Um, not that it's a bad thing. Um it was a really warm sound. I think like his vocals, piano, everything, very warm. Um, almost felt like you're inside when it was raining, kind of vibe. Mm. Um the lyrics are almost spoken word. I noticed that. Um, yeah, it does kind of have that. Um, it 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 and, and very clear as well. Very clear. Yeah. Um, very like clear. you know when when you when you think back to some of the previous songs on this album and and, and the the lyrics and the vocals in general have just kind of merged with the rest of the music. Here they stand out. Yeah. You know, yeah. this, this is forefront. It's almost like he's he's talking directly to whoever this song yeah. is about. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I think the song has an honesty to it. Yes, yeah, which I think um, is is that. not massively present in a lot of Radiohead stuff, and not no by way. design, a hundred percent by design, and a hundred percent to their credit. Just their like style, it's not a bad this, thing, but um, just the way it writes, I think. Yeah, for sure. But this this is this is a departure in in that sense. It's like this is really yeah. um, 
really emotional, really, really personal kind of song. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also noted that uh, the vocals are delivered very similarly to Joni Mitchell. <laughs> uh, she's okay. a, a, a folk uh, guitarist and pianist from the 70s. Yep. Um, but she, there's a song called Blue by Joni Mitchell. And I'm just, I just wonder if, if, uh, if Radiohead ever, ever got into that. Um, Quite possible. I mean, you know, you listen to stuff and you, whether it's a, a direct influence or whether it's, you know, something that they've listened to in the past and just kind of... Well, the reason I say that is just because the way he, he actually sings and stuff is, is so eerily similar to, like, um, the delivery on that um, from Joni Mitchell. Hmm. That kind of, yeah. But anyway, I just, I just thought it was, you know, quite similar. Um, there's a song called Blue that I would I'd probably link to Glass Eyes in terms of sound. I'll have to listen um, to that one. Not, I not, not saying that not it. saying that they aren't linked at all, but just for me. Um, yeah, I mean, but, you know, if you if you've listened to that song and that's that's what it kind of yeah reminds yeah. you of, then obviously there's something there. But I guess I I wrote my little overall opinion of it was overall a very humble and direct song. Uh, never goes over the top or changes dynamics too much. Uh, it's a very enthralling tone. Yep. Um, I I really enjoyed the tone of of the of the song and. Yeah, it's very short. Mm. Um, this is this is not this two two fifty two, so it, it's it's a very very short track. Um, it's the shortest one on the album. It is so, um, which is which is kind of cool in its own way because I feel like it, it it as you're saying it doesn't go over the top. It, it it's not sitting there and you know extending. It's, it doesn't extend into some you know big fucking string yeah, arrangement exactly. or anything that it doesn't need to it, it, it's just there <laughs> exactly yeah. this is, what I, and I appreciate this is that, the yeah. message that he's trying to yeah. he's trying to portray and that kind of thing and I think that's that's yeah you know that's, that's well good I think we both run. picked up on that so I think that was yeah had, had to be intended had to be. for sure for sure but yeah as oh, I said yeah, it, it does what do you rate like, this song oh this is this is my 10 um, 10 yeah, yeah right. I, nice. I, I gave nice. You know, I if I consider it to be a fantastic album, I'm going to try and limit myself at all times to only giving one song a 10, and that'll be yeah. my favourite, unless unless there's two that are just fucking unbelievable. Yeah. But um, I think I've got a few 10s in here. Yeah, this, 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 is, this is my one ten on the album, and... Uh, True. Yeah, this will be this will be a song that I take to the grave. <laughs> 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 no, love, love this one. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just amazing. feel like this is... You know, this this is what I want from this band. This is this is the sound that I want from this band. This is the um, the atmosphere that I want from this band. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I give this song a uh, very very high eight. Yep. Out of ten. Um, I really enjoy it. I I think it's good. Um, yeah. I I could probably give it a nine, but I just think. I don't know, because, yeah, looking at it from an album, for a single perspective, definitely nine, but uh, when I look at the album, I just think... I feel like there's it, definitely more... It, it's just, it's part of something bigger, so therefore... Yeah, you know, I feel like there's definitely more impressive moments, or, like, yeah, songs, oh, sure. or, you know, like, moments in songs. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, I just feel like, to me, yeah, this song's just perfect in its own little right there's nothing that i would t- like look at this song and go that needs to change or yeah, i'm not yeah. a massive fan of that i just feel like this song in its current state at this length perfect 
Yeah. So I can't oh. see any reason to give it anything but a ten. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair enough. I can I can definitely say that. Um, quickly, I'm just gonna go grab a drink as to have a, a one minute break in this podcast. So apologies. <laughs> a little fucking intermission. <laughs> that's all the fly, by the way. No, we didn't plan that. <laughs> I run out of drinks. Enjoy. So I'll be back in one minute. So, Identikit. What were your thoughts on Identikit? Oh man, uh, I thought Identikit's actually one of the more like solid songs. To be honest. Um, I think I actually really like Identical overall. Um, it's uh, very reminiscent of their older album, Amnesiac, once again, because I have a bias there. Um, Is this the part where I tell you that uh, that's also an older track? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's funny oh. that you're able to pick them out without um, without knowing. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Well, where's it from? Uh, again, this is like a like a 2012, I think. I think it was kind of, oh, okay. kind of, kind of same era as... Um, or like same yeah, same right. time frame as as full stop, but uh, yeah, this is also one of those older ones. Interesting, interesting. Well, yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I thought that the muffled vocal production really helps, like the guitar kind of stand out. This is very much like a, a very rock orientated song on this album. Mm. Um, yeah, the vocal layers just create really cool tone. Um, I said I wrote the dynamic change is very noticeable <laughs> and enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm glad you specified Catholic. that it was also enjoyable. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's it's a very catchy chorus. Um, I like the lyrics, "Broken hearts make it rain." Yeah, I also um, I also have that, that written down. I think that that's a really cool lyric, and I think his vocal performance, particularly on that lyric, um, yeah, you know, as, as he kind of goes through, "Broken hearts make it rain." Um, yeah, I think yeah, that, that's, that's a really true. that's a really cool little 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 line, I guess. Yeah, it's catchy. It mm. really is catchy. It's a good blend of electronica and alt rock as well. The whole whole song. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I have. I actually have a lot of notes for Identity. I think I've gone pretty ham on it. Um, I'm glad you do, because this is again one of those tracks <laughs> that I just didn't have a lot to say. That's <laughs> true. I had, I had a shit ton to say about this. Right. Um, so it's uh, what do you call it? The lyrics conjure up feelings of desperation and loneliness. Um, which I, you know, I, I thought the lyrics were quite powerful. Um, once again, it's with that guitar. Uh, I just it just has that kind of angst to it. I just you know the alt rock sound once again. Um, the ending guitar riff, how it turns into this yeah yeah uh, guitar solo that has no effects. It's just this kind of like this uh, you know struggle almost. It's, like a, yeah, it's very raw sounding and very yeah uh, yeah it is it is it's all over the place. It, it doesn't particularly sound good, but I, but in that I can you know that frustration. Yeah, for sure. It was just the whole song like was almost building up to that. It's just you know what I mean. It just feels like it's that it's that release almost of yeah of the yeah, frustration yeah. and the uh, the you know the, the the sadness and that kind of thing that yeah 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 and that kind of desperation. I feel the song is just a very desperate song. Mm. Um, and I think it works so well. Um, but yeah, I guess my overall opinion was uh, I wrote the song intrigues with every part that plays a very moody or rock piece, uh, very enjoyable. And I gave it an eight out of ten. Yep. Cool. What do you think? Uh, um, yeah, as I said, I, it, this is one of those ones that I feel like it it, it stands on its own, and there's there's not a massive amount for me to say about it in that like. It, it, it is what it is and what it is is fantastic um i wouldn't say it's one of my favorites on the record it's 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 in that 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 mid-tier kind of range for me 
Um, okay. I, I did write, also write that guitar work at the end is, is really interesting and really does like grab the ear and kind of like jolt you out of almost that kind of like shuffle that you're in with the rest yeah. of the track. Um, but it puts like that really nice like finishing touch or the little cap on the song and like you kind of go, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I wrote that, that you know, the repeated kind of refrain that they do um, that you hear at start and then it just kind of goes through the whole track. The, um, I, I don't know what the lines are. It's something, something to do with the Moonshape Pool. Um, obviously, where the title track of the album uh, or the, the title of the album comes into it. Um, it yeah. kind of adds that that dream that dreaminess almost to the track as well. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, as I said, it, it wouldn't be one of my real favourites on the album, but it's still still a really nice little piece. And, and and I can see what you're saying. It's like it's it's that that alt rock sound um, mm. that I feel like just kind of rears its head on this album occasionally. I don't think. You know, overall, I wouldn't really sit there and call this an, an old rock album, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, I feel like this probably yeah. has other other genres that you could fit it in a lot nicer, but this this um, this particular song is definitely yeah down down that older Radiohead kind of line. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, gave, yeah, I think that's very present from all the other band members than Tom. Yeah, yeah. I think Tom is the dreamy piano. He's, kind of he's, I think he's the other members are like that. Art rock. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Which is good. It makes the album way more varied. I, I, I feel like if you can, if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna have, you know, eleven tracks of this this dreamy atmospheric shit, it's gonna get boring. As good as it can it be, too much, yeah, as fantastic it too much. as it is, you can't have too much of that because yeah. it, it will get dry and it will get boring real quick. Um, yeah. I rated this song a seven point five out of ten. Again, it's in yeah. that it's in that middle tier for me. Um, I like it, but yeah, it, it's it's not one that I I, I come back to a lot. Yeah. But yeah, that's my take on it. No, it's, it's, and the other thing, you know, I guess my closing thing on it, you know, it does come after Glass Eyes. Yes. So for me, very, for me, like you know, obviously, I'm coming down off my real my real big high <laughs> um, yeah. into this song. So like. Yeah. I feel like you could put almost anything after that and I'm going to be like, oh, but it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But in saying that, it is a nice change. Mm. Um, because, yeah, as I said, you don't you don't want that that really... You don't want that same sound all the time. You can't have that same sound well, all the time. Well, I'm glad that Identikit came after Glass Eyes instead of Full Stop because that would have been insane if Full Stop <laughs> yeah. came after Glass Eyes. So. Yeah. Um, in terms of that, from that perspective, uh, I think it fits pretty well on the album. I, I can't. That's the thing. This is uh, argue. Well, actually, you know, arguably, it's the last. Oh well, rocky, super rocky old rock song on on the album. Yeah, yeah, um, I'd agree I with don't that. think I don't think the rest of the tracks are that oldy um, from from memory. But yeah, I think this is kind of where it ends. But I guess when you consider back. that the fact that there's probably only two. There's probably only two songs on this. Like it's it's Dex Dark and and Identikit that I would and highlight. And then maybe Full Stop, which is. <sighs> but that's that's almost like that different. I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're yeah. purely going like it's experimental for sure. If you're going old, like sure. you know, first couple of albums, Radiohead. You're, you're looking at ah. Identikit and you're looking at Dex Dark as being those tracks that kind of have that atmosphere or that or that vibe to them. 
full full yeah. stop I'd kind of put in that yeah like the like the kid a um when yeah, when you start yeah, going yeah. into that middle period of their career yeah yeah for sure um but yeah th- those those definitely stand out to me as being the two the two alt rock tracks on here oh definitely yeah definitely all right um yeah well, that's all I have to say about that yeah it's as much as yeah. I've got for Identikit. As I said, it wasn't, it wasn't one that I had a massive amount of notes on, just purely yeah. because, yeah. you know, I, I feel like it's a good song. Um, but super, super cool guitar at the end, though. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's definitely the highlight of the, of the song. And I feel like, yeah. as you said, it, it, is, really it is building that. up to that the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, was number eight, track eight. The numbers. Mm. Also, and, and this, go, this is something that I only randomly read. I, I hadn't actually realised this beforehand, and I'm, I'd be curious to see whether you noticed it. Did you notice something about the track listing on this album? Track listing. Yeah. Uh, Just pretend like the numbers doesn't have the in front of it. <laughs> no, I'm not not too sure. It's in alphabetical order. Ah, oh, yeah, it is too don't know if that was by design i mean i'm sure it was because i don't think you'd do that <laughs> like that would be a fucking weird coincidence True. but yeah no yeah right i didn't yeah they I was are looking for like an anagram or something that's pretty funny yeah right yeah no straight up in alphabetical order which is weird but you know it's how it worked out oh, yeah, nice. but anyway um the numbers <laughs> that's just, a weird, you know just a weird <laughs> tangent to go down you know uh yeah the numbers uh what did you think of this one well i think you, you you go first. You go first, because I just—I don't know. Ooh. Numbers is interesting. I'll have to recap Ooh. my opinion on the numbers okay. for a second. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, this to me is a massive grower. I felt like the more I listened to this track, the more I liked oh, it. Yeah. I feel like at first this this was just kind of okay. It was just kind of there, and it was fine, and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this this song. The more I listened to it, the more I I really really enjoyed it. Um, the the one day at a time line um, is one of my favorite moments on the record. I feel like that that's such a. The, the, uh, another note that I've got written here is like, um, it's got that that imp- the empowering feel about it, but it also kind of has a sense of dread to it as well. And when I when I, you know. Do, like dived into the uh, the meaning of this track a little bit more. I was um, seeing that it was actually about climate change, which you know when yeah, when right. you go back and you kind of look at it, it makes sense. Um, it's almost like that kind of call call to arms of like, you know, these are the yeah. numbers. They're in front of you. The fuck okay, are we doing so about it? Like nothing's right, happening. Right. So that's where that's from. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know whether that's you know exactly where the, where the title comes from, but. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's that's kind of the message that I drag out of it, at least. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like this is a really big, um, epic song. Obviously, you know, kind of... Uh, I've got to look up the lyrics of this one, because I feel like um, there's kind of certain things about it that I'm only going to pick up on when I'm reading the lyrics. <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> you, you, when you read the lyrics, you can absolutely see... Um, totally makes sense like we call upon the people people have this power the numbers don't decide don't decide your system is a lie the river running dry the wings of a butterfly like hmm. we'll take back what is ours take back what is ours and it's like it's this call to arms of like you know we 
as the public need to be making our you know our, our governments and our politicians and that kind of thing accountable for this kind of thing like yeah yeah you know no true true i didn't realize it was that direct mm. which is weird because like I, I, again i was like reading into into this song a little bit more and tom york said in an interview a few years back he was going um oh, i'd never write a song about climate change because it'd be garbage something like that and then, and then next album they bring out has a song about climate change on it and it's it's not garbage it's it's uh it's mm. a really good song i've i've given it an eight out of ten um again i just i, just, I think it's a really good track how about you 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 had yeah, you um, had some opinions by the sounds of it so i want to hear them uh well kind of it was more like like again this song was probably the least captivating song initially mm-hmm. um it wasn't for me. It wasn't at least <clears throat> until I, I really dug into the album, started taking notes. Um, I really enjoyed like the the acoustic sound again, similar to Desert Disc. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Desert Island Disc. Um, and yeah, it was just the just that kind of like that softer drum sound as well, which is kind of really nice. Um, it has almost like a seventies folk rock sound, kind of like a Neil Young kind of vibe. Um, yeah, I also get pretty, that on the next track I've actually written. Uh, Neil Young for the next track so I, I don't know whether that's kind of like the feel that kind of happens between these two tracks but um, that's interesting yeah, yeah. yeah it is interesting actually um, or the, the bass is a very nice catchiness to it so, the song flows nicely it's very relaxing the vocal delivery is relaxed it has good tone in his vo- and his vocals um, the production kind of amps up slowly slowly like it's a very well it feels like a very long song um there's a key change halfway through is pretty interesting I, I enjoyed that yeah um, once again the strings have a very strong tone uh, when they rock up uh, the way it ramps up it's very eyebrow it's a very wonderful listening experience um, I did enjoy the kind of like building up building up building up yeah um, yeah and the fact that it ends as it started I thought that was quite interesting as well mm. um, with that kind of like fluttering and stuff and that kind of trippy style um but yeah i don't know I, in my i don't know in my um ending opinion i suppose i wrote that it's a very well written song uh with a groove that carries pretty much throughout the entire thing the dynamics of the song help it transition logically and the, and the subtle production really helps the song from becoming one way or the other so you know what i mean it's one of those songs where like yeah it never went anywhere but it never like you know, I don't know. I have I have a weird opinion about this about this song. Yeah, there, there's certain tracks that do kind of do that to you, and I think that's on any album. It's like you can understand and you can listen to it, and you can go, "I know this is a good song," but there's just something about it that's just not. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's almost it like might just not resonate with you, and that that's totally fine. Like yeah. you can look at a track and go, "It's good. It's well written. It's well done. It's just not for me." And I think well, that's I'll probably fine. go look back on this song a little differently now that you've given me the kind of context, but yeah, um, but yeah, but just from the, the point of view of just has how the song hit me, it wasn't it wasn't it's not a bad song at all. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it never went anywhere. About the same time, it did. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it, funny it's one. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I gave an eight out of ten though. Um. That's higher than I expected by your comments, to be completely honest with you. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, like I liked it. 
like you know what I mean like and I really like the production on it and I just think I just think you know for what it is it works works really well I feel like it was intended for it to kind of be this you know up and then kind of like oh not really go anywhere just kind of yeah but I feel like you know and once you know the context of of the song that also makes sense yeah, you, know, you could, you could, yeah. you could, you could. Where, where the Radiohead thinks about this when they're when they're writing this music, but you could, you can, you can look at that and go, that's what it feels like. It feels like this big rush of kind of like, oh shit, you know, climate change is happening. Mm. It's real. It's 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 something that we really need to fucking care about, and and then something else comes along and we all just forget about it for a while. Yeah, and it just fades yeah, away, funny. and it's just like, oh, we'll get to that at some point. And that's kind of what that song feels like. Is like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. As you were saying that, I was kind of going, you know, he's right. Like, as a song, it doesn't reach a conclusion that you feel like was worth the ride. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Like, if you, that song was three minutes, I'd I'd probably have the same opinion that I did of um, Desert Island disc. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a really funny funny kind of track because like it it does reach that that fever pitch at the end like that that last time that he's 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 singing one day at a time he's holding it for longer and you can hear the rasp in his voice and you can feel like the mm. you know the, the the worry and the the anguish and, and and that kind of thing but then it just yeah. stops and it fades away into the the you know the, the twinkly little piano and the and the yeah which yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting. That's an interesting song. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. Uh, all right, present tense. Present tense. Present tense. <laughs> now, would you like to take the lead, or would you like me to take the lead on this one? Um. Yeah, I, no, this is this is probably ne- my least favorite song on the album. Okay, cool. Um, well, not cool, but you know, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, but not, but at the same time, not necessarily in like a bad way. I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll start off with my uh, rating. I get a six out of ten. Oh, okay. the Same. Yep. Same thing as Burn the Witch for me. Um, so I, I do have some nice things to say about it, but uh, yeah, I just wrote, you know, it has a nice finger picking sound. You know, it probably goes back to that what you were saying in the last song about the new young. So, um, it's nice chord work. It's very Radiohead, how it does, you know, those kind of pop chords and they go into those weird, uh, kind of, you know, sharps and flat chords and stuff. And it's really interesting. Um, the backing vocals are pretty cool. I thought it was a good mix of layers. Um, the, like, trippy use of the, like, the delayed backing vocals. Yeah, so kind of that's like, one thing that I wrote is that the, uh, the delay on the vocal is really cool and it, it, it makes the song kind of sound busy as well. Yeah, yeah. For sure, um, I think his vocal delivery is really good. Um, he's when he does, he's like kind of bigger voice. It's still pretty subtle, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, then I wrote, uh, it breaks down into the bridge with like the clearer drums, and it kind of helps the song regain its tempo among the layers. Because I, I did feel like it was kind of getting a bit all over the place, bit especially muddy. with the, well, yeah, just all, especially all like the delayed, yeah, uh, kind of like vocals, and then you know it was like what was going on. Um, I wrote that the warm choir backing vocals kind of border on haunting. It's like almost too much. Um, the lyrics are quite simple. Um, they don't particularly grab me. Um, I also wrote the song could perhaps needed a bigger bridge or like just a bigger dynamic somewhere. 
Um, I wrote the song just felt quite flat in terms of dynamics. Um, but uh, I suppose my overall opinion of it was uh, I wrote overall the song is interesting. Um, the use of layers helps. Um, but I think the lack of a defining chorus or hook leaves the song uh, staying too close to its chest. Um, <clears throat> I wrote that it would seem that perhaps it's setting up for the last two songs on the album as it doesn't complement the last few songs uh, before. Okay. So I, I just thought it was in a weird spot. Like it didn't, it didn't really, yeah, yeah. It just, it felt like it was perhaps it was slowing down and being, having kind of like very basic dynamics, if any, uh, to set up the, the next, the last two tracks. Or Because I, personally, I don't think it blended too well coming after um, the last last couple of tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what I thought about it. Man. What, about you, what about yourself? Um, I really liked this song. It's uh, it, it's again, it's probably in that middle tier for me on the album. Um, I really like that sure. you know, like we're bringing back the acoustic guitar. I feel like every time that that's been used uh, on this album, it's been really really well used, and it sounded lovely, and it's been kind of you know, it's it's, it's mixed in with the you know the big sounding you know, instruments that they've been using in, in, in other cases. Um, yeah. Again, yeah, I, the, the delay is, is probably the most important thing about this song. I feel like if you're... If you take that out of this song, it's going to sound very plain. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, it's adding that, that busyness to it. And, and you've also got that, that kind of... I guess, like, it's, it's that shuffly kind of beat behind it as well. Like, that, that kind of... Um, is also kind of helping that as well. Um, it's interesting that you said there was there was not like kind of any any chorus or any line or any hook or anything that grabbed you because I found that um, in you I'm lost was that for this song. It was that it was that hook. It was that that yeah, meaningful yeah. kind of line that like you know you can, you can take you can strip away all of the other lyrics of this song and just have that and you get it. So I feel like that that line is massively important to this song, and, and it's, it's it's you know it's conveying everything that needs to be conveyed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I gave this one a seven point five as well. Um, so yeah, it's the same same as kind of that middle tier that I have given in the past. I feel like it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think it's out of place on the album. I kind of don't know where else you'd put it. To be completely honest with you, um, yeah, it's 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 a funny one because I feel like, again, it, it's it's almost that break song, from from the other stuff. Yeah, but in yeah, saying that, it's it's I not suppose. as far like removed as something like a like a Desert Island disc or like a full stop or anything like that. It's 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 not that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a funny track, but um, I'd say it's probably the trickiest track because it. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just thought that it just, I don't know. It just, <laughs> just coming from the dynamics we've heard in the last eight tracks, it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. it, it, it's, you're right in that. Yeah. There's other, there's other songs on here. Well, every other song on here, um, is a lot more dynamic than this one. This one's very straightforward, very plain, very, yeah. it is what it is. Um, but then I was thinking from an album perspective, you know, I guess the only the only thing I could say about it that would you know, in it, you know for the 
benefit of the doubt there. It would probably just be like, yeah, maybe it's setting up the next two songs. Yeah, yeah. I could say but that. I don't know. I don't know. It was just didn't grab me, basically, and I just thought, you know... Yeah, just it was very, very simple. And the fact that, yeah, it just goes for five minutes. It's kind of like what you were saying about Des Island Disc and about Glass Eyes. They're kind of like that short and sweet. I just feel like... Yeah, this, this, this does drag a little bit. didn't need to be five minutes. Yeah, it yeah. didn't need to be five minutes. Yeah, I will, um, I will agree with that. But yeah, it definitely deserves to be on the album. But like you said, like, there's nowhere else to really put it. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right to put it at the start. It doesn't feel right to put it in the middle. Yeah. Um, this is actually a track from 2009 as well. So this is an older one. Hmm. Um, but I'm trying to trying to think what came out around that. It was post post in rainbows, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that's 2007. Yeah, so this is between between in rainbows and um, King of Limbs. Okay, but I don't I, I no don't necessarily think that kind of says anything. <laughs> I don't yeah, think it yeah, sounds yeah. like anything yeah. like anything off in rainbows and. From what I've what I know of the King of Limbs, I don't necessarily think it's anything like that either. But um, it's like, it's okay, it's fine, it's it's good. In fact, I, I quite like it. But um, I can I can see your points in that it's it's not it's not a standout for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, all right. Next track. Are we going to say the full fucking title, or are we just <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I I written in Tinker Tailor Soldier. Uh, Look, I, 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 when I was initially making this document, I only wrote Tinker Taylor, but then I was like, we're going to have to say the full title. We're going to have to say the full Once. Title. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So track number 10, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Sailor, Rich Man, Poor Man, Beggar Man, Thief. What were your thoughts on this song? <laughs> um, man, I, I really love this song. <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Okay. I uh, really love the song. This song is, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty good. I, I wrote a very, very big uh, <laughs> kind of list for this. So uh, I wrote extremely moody vibe. Mm. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, for sure. Um, the electronic percussion was very different. Once again, very similar to today. Um, the warm keys sound is very smooth and inviting. It's just something I really love. It really just makes me feel kind of like relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also this, yeah, this kind of like, yeah, so moody. Um, I, I wrote the the vocal, uh, sorry, the vocals are just work so well with the rest of the song. Um, excellent production. The chord progression on the on the keys is insane. Um, the layering and use of uh, the electronic scales, they like, work so well. Like the little kind of you know da 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 da, where they're all kind of floating around. Yep. Um, I wrote the song ramps up logically and beautifully. It's just it's just like what I wanted to happen happened every time. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics are strange and alternative and really kind of like get my mind, you know, racing. Um, the, more strings, of course, uh, which complement the entire song. The drums, the drums are really subtle, but really humble. Um, the dynamics on the song are almost haunting. Um, I wrote that the layers create like a dreamlike state similar to that of daydreaming. Yeah. Um, yep. it's just like a, almost like a moodier kind of daydreaming and, uh, I just think it, the whole thing works really well. Um, and overall, the song serves as almost a throwback uh, to the earlier part of the album. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote a total emotional dreamscape. Yeah. And I gave it a 10 out of 10. Oh, damn. All right. Well, <laughs> I really we like have this a discussion song? to have. Right. Okay. 
you're just like one <laughs> one out of ten garbage complete trash throw this it in the bin why is this on here <laughs> no no i de- okay so this this is where i'm gonna get a bit a bit funny with my rating system okay sure i gave this a 6.5 Really? Yes, okay. but I'm that, came, that comes why? with a massive, <laughs> massive caveat because. Okay. So the first, fuck, I don't know, ten times that I listened to this album, I listened to it from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, as I started having, you know, other other shit to do um, in life, and I wasn't able to listen yeah. to, to the album in full chunks. I started shuffling it just to kind of get a, a better grip on some of the songs. And then obviously I was yeah, still yeah. like cutting in, you know, full listens to the album as well. Um, this doesn't work on the album if you're listening yeah. to it from Go To Woe for me. Um, True. To the point where this was very nearly something that I wanted to skip. True. Based purely on the fact that it felt like it was treading over the same shit that we'd been hearing. Interesting. Um, I kind of got the same energy with this that I was getting from a Dex Dark and from a Daydreaming and from the number. They're just just little elements of every. It felt it felt like a sum of the album's parts, and that's not a bad yeah. thing. But yeah. I, in, in terms of listening to it in the album, felt wrong. <laughs> I don't know. It was True. very weird. But as I said, as I was shuffling this album, this is actually one of the better tracks on here. Like, to the point where I would probably rate this in the top maybe four or five overall, like, as a song. Yeah. But if I'm listening to it as a, you know, a, a song in context with the album, it, it, it just feels a little bit weird to me that it, it just... It, it feels like so many other songs that came before it. Well, that's interesting because that's, yeah, that's, that's literally like kind of why I like it. Cause mm. that's kind of like, it's almost like it sums up all those, all those little bits of that, of the early part of the album. Yeah. And I can see the beauty and in that as like a well, recap. because it's like, it is, you know, quite cool that you've listened through all this stuff and then you're kind of getting a, yeah, like a sum of all its parts. And it's like, yeah, but I don't know. There was yeah. just something about it that every time I was listening to it on the album, I was just kind of like, I feel like I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. So well, it, it's I, I weird. had comparisons that it was almost like a darker version of Daydreaming. Yes, hundred percent. It's like it's, it's to me. It was like if you had if you had Daydreaming and then you mixed it with like you mixed it with Dex Dark. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. This is this is kind of what it had turned out to be. And Maybe that's why I like, like elements, it so much. <laughs> elements, yeah, because they're like two of your favorites from the album, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love both of those songs too. And I love this song. I just don't feel like it fits where it is. So, true, that, that, that's true. <laughs> hot takes with Jet. But I don't know. It, it's um, The string performance in this thing is fucking nuts. Oh, man. The whole Someone's album, the, the album as a whole, like the string performance is incredible. But this 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 song in particular was one of the main points I made is like that that massive end crescendo is incredible and if the album ended there you'd be totally fine and you'd walk away and you'd go great yeah yeah um, well yeah no interesting interesting because I, I agree with you on every 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 uh thing you're saying but it's just like we've taken, I, we've I, taken I, i'm just looking ways, at that yeah yeah i'm just looking at it as like as a good thing i suppose yeah no i, I get that um totally so like but this is maybe the kind of i like it more if I'm, if I'm sitting there like making a playlist 
like adding you know i've got this big long playlist on spotify that i just add everything that i listen to yeah to it yeah. this would go on there this would be one of the couple oh, yeah. of tracks on this album that would go on there but when i'm listening to the album i don't want to hear it there if this album if this song was earlier in the album i might have a totally different opinion on it yeah but the fact that it's at the end and i've heard everything that it's kind of bringing to the table i'm a bit kind of like uh is this good <laughs> i don't know it's weird well well like you said like hey you listen to the album start to finish over and over i did that as well mm-hmm. but i also listened to them kind of fragmented yes. um, yep. on shuffle um you know I feel like you have so to do I, that I to appreciate because so, like I, I just straight up would have written this song off as like oh I don't like it that much but until I'd listen yeah. to that and like you know when you're shuffling it this this might be the first song that pops up or it might be like third or fourth or whatever and like then it's totally yeah. fine but once I've heard the whole album and I'm listening to this I'm kind of going eh. yeah 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 well granted I don't think I like the song initially okay Um, I think it was a slow burner for me but it wasn't until I really just listen to it and like kind of let it happen i suppose it was just like it was just as good as daydreaming um in my life if, if not better yep. um for me um but yeah yeah it's very very it's almost like an alternative and even more alternative version of daydreaming yeah which, it, I, I would almost kind of go down the lines of it. it's more it's a it's a more alt rock version of, of daydreaming daydreaming is very mm. very spacey this isn't spacey um yeah this it's almost like uh yeah, it's darker. It's just yeah, like yeah. more gritty. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. It's less, not not like a in a bad way. It's just more like I don't know. Just mm. don't know. That's it rubs it. me the right way. <laughs> it's a really good track. So like I don't know. Like I I as I said, it's like with my rating system, it's a six point five. But like if I'm sitting there and rating it as like an individual track, it'd be like a nine. Yeah, that's that's how yeah. like severe the feeling I get when I listen to the whole album the whole way through is in order. Yeah. That I've heard. Well, for I've me, because I don't, I don't really like, uh, I, no, like I do, I just think that track eight and nine, the numbers in present tense, mm. I don't know, they just don't really do it for me per se, you know, lack of dynamics, whatever. And then when I hear, you know, track 10, yeah, it just a, like it, blows it, me yeah. out of the water because it's like, oh, that's what I, like, that's what I was loving from Identikit. Yeah. From Glass Eyes, uh, not just Glass Eyes, but uh, Desert Island Disc, you know, all the rest of the tracks, yeah. Say Dreamy. Yeah. They've all got these gnarly dynamics, and I feel like they're not super in your face in the last couple of tracks. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. This is, this is, you know, of the, of the last, like, four, this is, the, this is the boldest track, for sure. Like, it definitely yeah. sticks out as being like, well, okay, this, this, is, yeah, like, this sure. is the big end to the album. And then, obviously, we yeah. go into the, the final track, which is, you know, taking things a little bit differently. Um, yeah. So sure. yeah. But yeah, good, great, cool, great no. song. I just have really oh, strong opinions on where it sits here. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's probably one of the best radio songs I've ever heard. Damn. All right. Cool. For sure. It's just so different. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um. Yeah. And cool. What's the next one? The last song on the track, actually. Yep. True love waits is the last one. This is a fucking old ass song. Really? So Radiohead first played this live in 1995. No way. This has man. been kicking around for no nearly way, 30 yes. fucking... Well, sorry, would have, been, would have been 25 years when this album released. No, is that right? Fuck, I can't do maths. 2016. <laughs> no, all right, yeah, so yeah, 21 years. Man. Um, 
That, that's hell interesting. Yeah. Because this song, I feel, is more relevant to the to to Tom York. Yeah, and that's what the personally crazy, crazy at, thing about at the, it is, at the is like, release. It, like clearly he sat on it. You know, like you know, previous records obviously didn't feel like the right fit, and he wrote this, wrote some of the songs on this, and just clearly went, this fits. This needs to be yeah, on this like album. It works now. Yeah, yeah. that's how interesting. Because maybe, maybe he was sitting on it musically or something. No, no, he was he was fully performing it with vocals and shit live. Wow. This song sat pretty much as it was. It it's barely changed from you know that first. Wow, that is super interesting. Yeah, really, that's really quite cool. Um, yeah. Well, what do you think of it? Great song. Um, I gave it an eight out of ten. Again, I don't feel like it's one of those massive album highlights to me, but yeah, I, I can I can hear that older and I think I think I knew about it before I'd first listened to this song that it was an older song, but I definitely get that older vibe with it as well. Um, yeah, it, it does feel different. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful song though. Really well, really well written, really well performed. Um, yeah. The lyric that I pulled out was "I'm not living, I'm just killing time," and like that's yeah, you know. And, and just don't leave and it's like you, you know yeah. you, can, you can feel the emotion just dripping off that um, it feels like he's oh, absolutely yeah. pining over that person and um, yeah passion in his voice is, is, is really incredible um, the piano, little piano twinkles that you're kind of getting throughout you know they're really quite distant sounding but they're, they're providing such a like a really cool kind of atmosphere that um, it's going along with the song um yeah, I I don't have a massive amount to say about it. Again, um, I just feel like this one's just just a really well written Radiohead song. Um, it's it's not massively experimental. It's not gonna you know knock anyone's socks off. I don't necessarily think with you know the instrumentation or anything like that. But it, it it's it's from the heart. It's from the gut. It's you know you can tell that this is a this is an important song for him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. How about you? What did you think of it? Um, yeah, I think the song was really good. Mm. I gave the song a 10 out of 10. Um, yep. Okay. Just because where it sits on the album uh, and how it's just a different... Um, so, yeah, I, I'll just go through my notes. I didn't write too many notes. Like you said, I didn't have much to say about it. It kind of yeah. says what it There's does not anything the like massively... Um, crazy going on with you know production and all this other kind of stuff that we've been talking mm. about through all this this is just this is a song it's a yeah. songy song yeah yeah um uh, so i wrote somber vocal delivery swells with a muffled piano yep um the lyrics are a mix of fondness and sadness you know i just really thought it was interesting the the simple uh, production i think it serves the song really well mm. it's just not over the top there's no like you know super gnarly things coming out of out of my left left and right ear and shit just, um, just merge this with full stop and see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um and then yeah, I've just written here in quotes don't leave with just a little sad face um yeah. yeah I think the song feels more personal than the rest of the entire album um it's just it's it's just so in your, in your face almost it's just like whoa like um, yeah, and I did. I did write in quotes again. I'm not living. I'm just killing time. Sad face. Um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, just a lot of it is just so like powerful. Um, it like the, it alludes to the feelings of loss. Um, I don't know whether like, when you, you really surprised me by telling me it was written 
so long ago because I yeah I knew about his about his missus passing mm. and uh, or at least being sick and I just thought kind of makes me want to like dive so into it so more and kind of see if he's if he's talked about it much like in terms of mm. um, you know like earlier on not even necessarily yeah. back in 90, 1995 but you know if he performed it live and someone asked him a question about it or whatever and just to see what kind of answer yeah. he'd, he'd give because it does it it's definitely has some sort of current. evolution for sure oh it does it does it feels like he's, he's added to it for a, a while mm. I don't know in some way anyway um, he yeah so the vocal delivery is raspy at times but then it's almost like whispered to others I just thought that was really interesting um I thought the chords are really, really, really good. I thought they work very well together with the vocal melody, the way he kind of like moves the chords as he's, you know, saying his lines. Yep. And I just feel that's really impactful. Um, yeah, that the classic background swells of secondary piano serve to haunt. Yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's one of the the more interesting parts of this track to me. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a massively interesting track in terms of, yeah, as, as we're saying, like you're looking at it, but those, those pianos, they're just, yeah, they're, they're swirling around and they're just kind of creating that, that, that whirlwind almost of mm. you know, emotion. Yeah, sure. Um, I did note down that it has, the lyrics are very honest, mm. um, which is really cool. Cause like I said, you know, I, I'm more in preference to, uh, the more vague kind abstract of lyrics, lyrics yeah, yeah. things like that. Um, you know, paint your own picture. But in this, you know, it was just it was. This is the kind of directness or honesty that I really appreciate. That I find hard to personally write. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, there's, this there's is definitely stuff you can only pull off. Yeah, exactly. This is this is hard to pull off. But when you do, you know, it. it this is what. This is why I gave it a ten out of ten because this kind of stuff, you know, to write without coming across as tacky or, you know basic um this is just this song which really stands out to me and just and just knowing that radiohead is, is usually the the former you know what i mean they're always writing abstract things like that yeah. just to have them bring this out and not it be you know just one way or the other i just i just i just really appreciate it um and then I've, I've written a recap i don't know if it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> that's always good uh, so I wrote, overall, probably the most direct and personal song on the record. It's simply a sad song. Yeah. Uh, simple and to the point, this alone makes it stand out on the album and uh, leaves what is a dreamlike fusion of alt rock and orchestral swells to a simple and humble tone of loss and sadness. I reckon that sums it up pretty perfectly, to be completely honest. It's, yeah. Uh, so I gave that a 10 out of 10. So, But yeah, that's, that's the last song. It is. Going straight forward. I did write a recap, but I'm interested to see what you have to say first, though. I'm just going to throw this in in here quickly because I've written it at the bottom of my notes because it made me fucking laugh every time, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. um, so I was listening to this album on Spotify. Um, once you get to the end of, a, of an album on Spotify, you know, if you're playing it from start to finish, um, it plays what it considers to be music that you'll like or like music in the same kind of vein. Yeah. yeah. Every fucking time this album finished, <laughs> Spotify decided to smash me over the fucking head with No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> which coming out of True Love Waits uh, uh, that's so funny. is a flip. <laughs> like, yeah, man. You know, there's these that's little fucking 
you know, it's fading out really beautifully and all this kind of thing. It was just like, whoa, yeah. okay, fuck, album's done. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. So yeah, if, if, you're, if you're listening on Spotify, maybe turn that off. Uh, <laughs> just purely because I think you need to like kind of sit with True Love Waits for a, at least you know I a good so. a good minute before you before yeah. you going into anything too different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. You know, I just found that found that quite funny. Um, so I've just written kind of my my highlights and my lowlights. Um, yeah. From from the album. I'm I'm keen to hear your interpretation of the album as well. Oh fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I was well prepared. Um, okay, so for me, <laughs> totally, for me highlights on this one, um, Daydreaming, Dex Dark, Full Stop, oh. Glass Eyes, and The Numbers. So those are my highlights. Uh, low lights for me, Identikit, Desert Island Disc, and Tinker Taylor, based on where it is on the album. Not the song itself, but based on where it is on the album. Interesting. So I'll just grab your highlights and lowlights quickly before we go too much further. Uh, lowlight. I'll start lowlights because yep. I got a lot of high. Um, lowlights. Burn the witch. Uh, present tense. Uh, the numbers. Desert island disc. It's pretty much it. And then, uh, yeah, the highlights definitely daydreaming. True love waits. Uh, Tinker Taylor soldier. Dex dark. Um, glass eyes. Really really good. Um, I probably wouldn't... I don't, I don't know. Then the rest, I, I, I don't really... like. Yeah, really they're just kind of like in the middle. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think they're in the middle. Like, full stop and identicator in the middle for sure. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, that, those are probably... And out of 10, what would you favorite. rate the album as a whole? I, I... Well, I did like a recap. I wrote like a quick recap and I gave it a... Uh, you can do your recap rating. first if you like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> we're doing this on so the fly. I did. So I wrote this album is a swirl of emotions, uh, dreamlike, peaceful, intense, heartwarming, uh, and ultimately somber. Um, this album comes across. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> this album comes across as reliving memories of love, life, and loss through a series of dreamlike states, only for the album to end on on the crushing reality of waking from the peaceful comfort of a dream. Uh, it stands out as being an adorned result of Radiohead's previous albums. Uh, I was able to draw similarities to their album Amnesiac and Kid A, which I was saying earlier, uh, arguably an advanced mix of the two albums. That's a very emotional album, uh, one that should stand uh, as one of Radiohead's best works to their already impressive discography. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Very nice. Moonshape pool. Very nice. I am not prepared with a beautiful little speech like that. So I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> we should, I definitely should have gone first based purely on the fact that this is now going to end on an absolute fart. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, this album for me, um, from what I have heard of this band, this is absolutely what I want from them. Um, Radiohead plus orchestra to me is like an absolute dream that's you know it's what i want it's it's how i feel tom's vocals are best served and how i feel kind of the 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 band is able to to shine in their own little ways but also kind of mixing it in with this this really beautiful kind of um atmosphere that they're able to create with you know orchestra and that kind of thing and that's not going against 
you know, some of their works in the past where they've been very experimental with, you know, electronics and that kind of thing, I think a lot of that, um, you know, obviously, obviously builds them up to, to being able to kind of use that correctly in, uh, yeah. in albums, in projects like this. Um, but this is, this to me has got some of, some of the most beautiful, um, arrangements of, of, of instruments on here that I've ever heard. Like, and I mean that, I mean that genuinely, um, some of these songs are going to, are going to stick with me and I'm going to listen to them for, you know, as long as I'm listening to music, which will hopefully be forever. Um, yeah, but yeah, th this is a fantastic album. Um, as, as much as I feel like there are parts on here that I would change overall, you've got to look at it and you've got to go, this is a really well done project. Um, a really personal look into the mind of a, a, a guy who, you know, doesn't often kind of, layers layers hard out there you know it's it's he's he's very cryptic with a lot of things he's a very private guy he's he's not you know one of these guys that you know a lot of things about so for him to to lay this out quite frankly you know in in certain tracks and and um that's through his his lyricism and that's also through you, you know the, the music that he's creating and, and the music that the band as a whole is creating um I think is really special and I feel like it stands on its own, you know, in, in, in their discography or at least, you know, the, the parts that I've heard as, um, kind of a landmark to me, um, based, you know, purely off the fact that it is a departure from, from, from some of their previous stuff. Um, so for me, this is, this is an 8.5 out of 10 album. Um, really, really fantastic. And yeah, I'll be listening to this for a long time. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> Could you tell that I was making shit up? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. We just we just hit the two hour mark. We did. By the way. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, once we once we cut the intermission out, I might just leave it in just yeah. for fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can put some music there. Um, nah, sweet. Nah, it's really good. Really good album. Yeah, I very much enjoyed it. Interested to see what they do next. It should probably be completely 180. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Them. I'm sure it will be. Whenever that gets released, probably in fucking 10 years. Because their albums are becoming less yeah, and less I... frequent as they get on. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who the fuck I was knows? Say, it's, been a, it's been a while since the Moonshake Pool. Yeah, so. we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully something soon. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the very first episode of Noted. Um, you know, subscribe if you're mm. if you're new, which you will be, because this is the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not new, then you're and a time traveler. I'm so traveler, sorry so. that this has been incredibly amateur, but uh, yeah, I'd love to keep doing this, and um, hopefully some of you yeah. have stuck with us for however fucking long this turned out to be. In the end, I'm sure it'll be a yeah very boring listen in parts, but um, yeah, yeah. We hope that you know somebody got something out of this was able to agree or disagree yeah or whatever, and obviously so. you know you know if you if you have listened this far and you're interested to share your thoughts leave leave a comment and let us know you know your thoughts your favorite songs your least favorite songs do you think i'm an idiot for thinking tick taylor's in the wrong spot or <laughs> <laughs> you know just feel free to abuse yeah. us that's absolutely fine um yeah either way we appreciate any yeah any form of of communication <laughs> Please sure. like us. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, guys. See you later. No worries. Thank you. See you next time.